Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Media Podcast Network. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new edition of On to the Next One. The matchmaking hats are back on again this week to discuss the futures of some of the notable names coming out of UFC Vegas 48 on Saturday at the Apex. And that will include a terrifying addition to the UFC's light heavyweight divisional meritocracy, if you will, on the MMA fighting global rankings in a couple of weeks. I'm sure this will have a new entry at 205 once uh, March rolls around. And he delivered one of the most unbelievable knockouts you will ever see. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But I am Mike Heck, and joining me as always, the co-host, the co-matchmaker, the Prince of Positivity, the Sean Hunter to my Corey Matthews, my best friend, Mr. Alexander Cayley. Hello, AK. You're the that's, cool one. That's Boy Meets World, right? 100%. Okay. I, I, was, never, I was never a big Boy Meets World guy. I don't what? Think. I, don't I probably watched a little bit the first season, and then that's not one of the shows that uh, in my back in my day uh, I followed religiously. What was a part of the block? What was else was on that block? What else is on what? What block? Oh, the TGI. Oh, 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 TGIF? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah TGIF. That, particular, that particular block of shows. It was like, like Full House. Era. That's where you found Full House and Family Matters. Oh, okay. Um, hanging with Family Mr. Matters. Cooper. I probably watched a lot of Family Matters until it got too weird, until it became like a weird sci-fi Urkel show. Yeah, once uh, it left <laughs> once it left ABC and like went to CBS and Harriet got replaced, like it just wasn't <laughs> the same show. Well, uh, well, my best friend, uh, I appreciate the analogy anyway, even though I, I, I only barely got it. Uh that made it well we'll talk about the main event more in a second i'll say i could not have predicted it more wrongly um uh, but uh i i had to tell everyone i was i did not watch any combat sports on saturday i had my phone almost on like no notifications every now and then i i saw some of the results um i was uh, i'm seeing a wedding i'm seeing a, a a dear dear cousin of mine so uh i was having a great time I had an amazing saturday night a lot of fun but i, I was not down with the combat sports i'm caught up i'm caught up i've got all my notes here i've got all the listener picks but uh, I will be just got to tell people I did not watch uh, much beyond the highlights. So that's just know this, people, when I talk about these uh, these fights coming up. Fair enough. Uh, a tremendous night of picks for me. 14 and 3. What? Yes. Across I Bellator. Across Bellator. I went and... 5 for 5 with Bellator. And then 9 and 3 with the UFC. I lost to Guillermo Cruz by oh. 1 because I took a couple of shots in the dark. And, you know, it happens from time Guillerme to time. won? Guillermo won. No. Maybe by 1 pick. Dang, good for him. Good for him. He needed him. this one. Yeah, he always forgets <laughs> to put him in or he'll put it in and like none of the picks actually went or through. Says, it's hilarious. Or he, says, or he just says, I'm the worst and <laughs> never uh, Did you, what, what was your, what was your, your, your gamble? What would you say was one of the gambles? Moda? No. Mo, uh, I mean. Perrin, you talked me to Perrin. 
Perrin, yeah. Perrin was a Perrin was a was a pick that I mean that was worth it. Jessica Rose Clark, uh, even though like my gut was telling me that was a bad choice, especially after reading Jen Bashu's column and then Moda, like I, we'll talk about that in a minute. Sure. But let's just get right into Jamal perfecto. Hill. You were perfecto in the main event. I guess I was. That, I guess that wasn't that hard. But yeah. Still, congrats. Well, let's talk about that main event and talk about the perfecto pick. Jamal Hill closed the show in a big way on Saturday. I mean, a horrifically violent KO of Johnny Walker. And if you're listening right now and you have not seen this knockout, go out of your way and seek it out. Even if you have to pause the show, go find it. Go to MMA Fighting's social media pages and just watch this knockout because the way... Johnny Walker lost control of his body with just a short punch from Jamal Hill. This wasn't this wasn't like a full on one hundred percent power shot from Jamal Hill. This was like a short little right hand that landed on the on like the top of his forehead. And the way Johnny Walker's body reacted to it, it is absolutely insane to watch. I talked about this on the post fight show. My kid came up and watched the replay and said the tall guy looked like he was coming out of a jack in the box. That's how his body reacted to this punch. He's just such a powerful striker. Huge win for Sweet Dreams. He's becoming a player in this 205 pound division. AK got a win in his first main event in devastating fashion. How far up the ladder are you taking him, AK? Uh, not super high. I'm gonna give him ranked. I will say I love the Jack in the Box uh, comparison. The other, the other comparison I saw a lot in the replies was, of course, uh, Wavy Tube Man. We all love the Wavy Tube Man. Uh, we've seen men, we've seen a lot of knockouts like that. This is definitely one of them. Uh, and uh, and shout outs to uh, shout outs to Jamal Hill for that. What what Jed Mashu and I would call a, a Humpty Dumpty fall when we do our misfits. We the Humpty Dumpty fall of the week, which is a somewhat I admit a somewhat cruel way to describe usually when someone gets knocked out and they just fall in sort of an inexplicably inexplicably excuse me inexplicably amusing way. So listen, we're all sick for watching uh, combat sports. People fight in a cage. Uh, it's okay to have a little a little chuckle and hopefully hopefully Johnny Walker's all right. But that was a, a very very scary knockout. And it, it, I again I only saw the replay, so it kind of looked like he caught him on like the on like the front of the head or the for or the face or something. I mean, not a place where you want to get hit, but not the usual spot where we see guy people get like KO'd. Um, I, this turned out to be a popular pick. I I, I didn't again, like I said, I, I wasn't uh, part of the live discourse, so I went with Anthony Smith. I, I did see apparently that's uh, not uh, out of left field. I see a lot of the listeners suggested that as well. So um, yeah, just a just a good veteran test. I do feel like it's a little too much too soon i feel like anthony smith is really good at knocking off he's not a step i just don't feel like he's a stepping stone i just don't see anthony smith necessarily getting walked over by you know uh when they try to use him for one of these sort of promotional step-up fights he's, he's taken out some some people in those situations so jamal hill might be next I, I do think he's earned that fight i i i there's probably better options i wish that's not what what was next but uh this is a what i think will happen so i'll go i'll go with kind of the popular consensus here in jamal hill and, and anthony smith yeah you know i i a lot of these picks weren't that difficult if we're being mm -hmm. honest this is easy I, I i didn't watch the show but it felt easy yeah. yeah i mean anthony smith popped in my head i ultimately went against that because i basically had three options anthony smith was probably like barely the bronze medalist and then i just knocked him off the board altogether and now the way I approach it was there's two ways you can go with this. One is the thing that I think will actually happen because when you get to where Jamal Hill is at, at 205 pounds, there's a very solid litmus test out there in a former title challenger. This is like the perfect Volkan Ozdemir step up. It just seems that's what you do when you're in these types of situations. And I think there's a very good chance that could happen. However, for the 
For the Otno point, I'm going a slightly different direction. I'm going to go a little bit higher than that just because I want to see. At this point, I, I want to see it. I want to see if this guy is the real deal. I think it's a fight that makes a lot of sense at the moment. It's another former title challenger. I think you do the Dominic Reyes fight, AK. It lines up. Reyes has been out almost a year now. Maybe he gets back in there, maybe June, maybe for the summer after the Yuri Prohashka loss, and that was a brutal loss. But, I mean, if you're Dominic Reyes, you can't, you just, you fought for the title two fights in a row. You you were almost the guy to beat John Jones. You were so close. A lot of people still feel like you won that fight. And I know in the Casey Lydon, sometimes A.K. Lee way of thinking. Often, often, often. Yeah, but you, you just want to throw Dominic Reyes in there with a guy who just got a contract on the Contender Series or lost in the Contender Series, but you can't Shamil do Gamzatov. that here. You Shamil can't do that Gamzatov. here. But Carlos Ulberg. No, God no. But this is the fight you make. This is the fight you make because it's a good test for Hill to see if he's for real, for real. Reyes gets his step back in the rankings, but he's still got to fight somebody in the top 10. Yeah, he's in there with another big hitter. And I know when we see the poster, we'll be like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to see this again. But there's a lot of those guys in this division, almost so many of them. So that's my official pick, Jamal Hill versus Dominic Reyes. Some main event, maybe June or July in the sure. year of our Lord 2022. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm not against I'm not against it. But yeah, I I'm definitely would be uh, in the, the Casey uh, thinking where I wish there was such a thing as tune-up fights in the UFC, but there really isn't. They're, they don't, they don't, do, they don't do, do tune-ups. I'm sure there's a lot of options for the Johnny Walker side from the peeps, so we'll address that further when we get there, and we'll talk about some of the listener picks. I did see some. But let's head to the co-main event. <laughs> Sorry. Kyle Dawkins gets a <laughs> submission win. It's not an official co-main event because we didn't see the entrances. Second last fight in the card. Second last fight in the card is a co-main event, right? As long, any fight that's on the second last fight in the card is a co-main event. Yeah. Well, if we didn't uh. see... You know my rule of thumb. If we don't see the actual entrances, it's not an official co-main event. No disrespect. It's just the way that the, the fight fell after losing the people's main event between Rafael Dos Anjos and Rafael Faziz. But Kyle Dawkins, to his credit, goes out there... As a mega un, as a mega favorite, I think he was the third biggest favorite on the card. Gets a submission win, gets an extra fifty Gs, gets the buzzer beater. It's always cool to see a buzzer beater finish. Nasty Darsh choke. He had kind of a call out to Tony Ferguson. I'm still confused by almost his entire post fight interview. The Darsh so thing. Weird. The Darsh Darsh. You know. it's, it's just it's just weird. But hey, Kyle Dawkins is a is a quirky guy from from Philadelphia. He's 1 million percent not getting that fight or any fight even near that. But I think Julian Marquez would be an appropriate next step. Hopefully Julian will be healthy enough in the next few months to get back in there. And if he is, that's the fight I'm going with because that's just going to be all sorts of fun. And I feel like the personalities will kind of even kind of be like an even Steven because Dacus is kind of quirky and Marquez is just full of energy. I think it works out great. What say you? Yeah, and wait, was that the they, they were booked to fight? Was that the booking for was that this that wasn't this card, but they have been booked to fight. Was that this card? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that wasn't was it? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. That's, 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 so rebook, rebook it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I had the same thing. I had that as just a rebooking. Um, yeah, uh, Pickett stepped in for Marquez. Um, it was made into a catchweight bout. Uh, yeah, it, Kyle Dock is kind of a weird guy because it's, it's weird. I look at him and I, when I see him fight. I, I see a guy who can be a top 15. I really think he can be ranked at some point. I think he can be top 15. Uh, the win over uh, Kevin Holland, if that had stood, obviously would have vaulted him up quite a bit. But, uh, I mean, I think we can all agree that was kind of a weird circumstance with a really devastating head button. Um, so I think we're all fine with that, not, not really counting. Uh, they won't really get a chance to run that one back. I think we know Kevin Holland, obviously, uh, dropping down to 170. He's going to fight Alex Oliveira. You know, and maybe he'll come back up, but it's they don't get to run that one back yet, unfortunately. 
So I went with Marquez. The other option I was looking at, uh, Anthony Hernandez and Duraev. They're fighting on uh, April 9th, UFC 273. I think getting the winner of that fight would make a ton of sense. It's just a long way to wait. It's just a long way to wait, and Kyle Dawkins does not strike me as... I, I feel like he's on the phone, or him and his manager on the phone uh, Tuesday, saying, hey, what's next? What's the, what's the, what's the next fight? So uh, if Marquez is, is okay to come back, then... Um, uh, yeah, I think you just, you just rebooked that one. Uh, Hayes III asked, how dorky, one of our uh, loyal listeners, how dorky does it make me that kind I kind of like the Darth Knight as a nickname? Yeah, I mean, Tony Ferguson's been, hasn't Tony Ferguson been calling himself the Darth Knight for has, a I long know, time? I didn't know that. I, I, he's, I mean, I just, you know, his, he has such a strong nickname already. El Kukui is such a cool nickname. He, t- no, Tony Ferguson has like 18 nicknames. He does. He, he does, gives himself fine. a new nickname every month. And that's fine. I mean, Shaq had, what, like 65 nicknames <laughs> and counting and counting. Uh, I, I don't think it's dorky at all. I, I think that Darcy Knight thing is so cool. I wish more people were able to sort of give themselves nicknames based on signature moves. Remember, um, what was the name? Santana? Giva, Giva Santana was uh, the arm collector. What was the name? Giva, the guy who he had like 20 arm bar wins. He fought for he kind of fought for Bellator near the end of his career. Giva Santana, I think his name was. Uh, I love that stuff. Uh, uh, um so I wish more people could. I wish there was someone who was like the master of the Superman punch. Like I know that's not a, a very easy way to finish people, but it'd be such a cool thing. Uh, Anthony Pettis. I mean, Showtime. I mean, he. You know, it was called the Showtime kick after he was already Showtime Pettis. But it was just like such a. I love when there can be that synergy between a, a signature move, and a fighter's nickname. So Kyle Dawkins, if you want to be the Darth Knight. I, I saw he is the Darth Knight now in topology. I don't know if he was that going into the fight or they added that in literally like yesterday because I just wasn't familiar with people calling themselves that, him or Ferguson. But I love it. I don't think it's dorky at all. Fighters, if you can come up with these cool plan words based on moves, go for it. Yeah, I think he... What is this? The Darth Knight Rises? Yeah. It was before I fought. I don't know. It, it, it's, Tony, it's Tony Ferguson. He's a weirdo. Um, but in the best possible way, in... Yeah, good for Kyle Dawkins. You know, get, get go after that thing. You do have more Darsh chokes in your career and way less fights. So good on you. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Parker Porter, AK, in the year of our Lord 2022, is on a three-fight winning streak. New England's own. Parker Porter has a three-fight winning streak in the Ultimate Fighting Championship. He picks up a decision win over Alan Boudot. Tough first round. Comes back. Digs deep. Wins the next two rounds. This one is, is 
a typical fight night main card sort of matchmaking pick because you could throw them in there with like 45 different names and all of them make sense so which 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 place did the dart land this time i'm just gonna do it mike i'm just gonna do it uh andre Orlovsky. yeah let's do it let's do it. why I, I i i it was it was the first name that came to my mind and then i stepped i took a step back and, I, and then i looked at some other names and then i was like why am i looking at other names like this just makes sense he's a very good opponent for him like style wise uh you know, he's a really high-volume guy, so I wonder how Andre Orlovsky would kind of deal with that. Andre Orlovsky, at this stage of his career, has kind of uh, found a way to get people to fight in this, like, just get into these really ugly fights with him. And I don't know if he could do that to Parker Porter. I, I think Porter might be able to sort of assert himself and, 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 and make the fight his style. But again, we don't know. That's why it'd be cool to see it happen. Uh, as you said, the year of our Lord, 2022, wacky. Andre Orlovsky, now what, uh, three straight, five of six or something like that, and Parker Porter, three straight. So it's a strange fight. But that's heavyweight. Uh, everything with Arlovsky, I feel like, is a strange fight. Now, throw him in there. I'm with you. And this, yeah. I don't know if this was the easiest pick for me on the whole card. If not, it's tied, and you'll see what I mean by that a little bit later. But, yeah, let's just let's just pair these guys up and, and, and see what gives. Like, whose winning streak's going to come to an end? Is Parker Porter a guy that could be a top 15 heavyweight someday? I mean, I like the matchup for a number of reasons because a lot of these guys – that Andre Orlovsky is fighting right now that are, some people would say, are probably talent, more talented fighters than Parker Porter. When they get in there with Orlovsky, they're like mesmerized by it. They're like, wow, I can't believe I'm fighting Andre Orlovsky. But Parker Porter has been in there with so many guys. Parker Porter's been in there with John Jones, for God's sake. So it was like his, one of his, I think it was his third pro fight. He fought John freaking Jones. So, I mean, that stuff wouldn't rattle him, and that's what would make the fight pretty interesting to me so yeah that's that's pretty easy pick there's no footage there's sadly there's no footage of this parker we don't have any cam footage nothing right no it was a long time i was there i was there live that's right so it's in your it exists in your like in my brain vivid yeah like vivid a huge punch parker porter went down and the fight was over it was like 30 seconds into the fight it was crazy but parker porter was way smaller he this is this is a, a light heavyweight fight and yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing 205 pound Parker Porter anytime soon. But. I need to see this. Does this have a picture of this? This is in like 2010, 2011, something like that. that. Was a long. It was I over just, 10 years ago. I want to know. Oh, there's a there's a bit of a clip on. Oh, it's a very short. Oh, someone has this. They this do. Like, apparently, this. Uh, yeah, you guys can YouTube this. I, I assume this. Is, it says it's uploaded December 24. That's not Parker Porter. No, I don't think this is right. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not. It's, it's 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 the wrong fight. It's just mislabeled. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll know right away. So, so I apologize for everyone listening who immediately uh, went to go find this. Now. It's, uh, <laughs> as soon as you see the clip, you're like, "There's no way in hell that's Parker Porter." It's apparently Justin Verrett, I believe. Justin Verrett. Oh, Ryan Verrett. Excuse me. Yes. Shame. There's just chaos in my house right now. So excuse me if you hear any banging, clanging. But uh, speaking of veterans on winning streaks, A.K. Jim freaking Miller Holy. does it again, and. I keep finding ways to talk myself out of picking him in these fights, and I keep getting it wrong. Nicholas Mata is a damn good fighter, and Miller just goes out there and runs him over. Another second-round finish. This guy freaking rules, AK. And I think right now, and this will not be my official pick, but I think right now you keep him on standby in case something happens with the Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon fight. Yeah. He's fought both guys. He lost to Cerrone. He's got the close split decision win over Joe Lozon almost six years ago. Just keep him on speed dial just in case. But my official pick, and this is always tough with Jim Miller because you never really know where to go with him. 
and there's a lot of answers that would be correct here. I landed on the winner of Terrence McKinney versus Ferez Zayem. It seems like the next logical step for the winner. It keeps Miller in this role of trying to take out these these tough prospects. So, yeah, that's my pick, winner of that fight, and that's coming up this coming Saturday. So we'll kind of get an answer to that question pretty quickly. What's it? What, what do you think? I saw a lot of that. That, that was a very popular pick from the listeners. Um, you, so you, you, you picked Eric Gonzalez to beat him too? No, I picked Jim Miller to beat him. Okay. I, I yeah, I picked Jim Miller to win that. Just lucky, I think we all picked. Oh no, I might I might have picked Eric Gonzalez. Yeah. Just lucky, I think we all did. And just lucky did beat him, so that wasn't like crazy. Yeah. Um, Jim Miller, by the way, I picked. I did pick uh, a Jim Miller to finish. I think I had the right round too. I just didn't have knockout. I mean, J- Jim Miller. Oh, I had submission round three, so I was a, I was a bit off. But uh, Jim Miller before the Eric Gonzalez fight uh, had thirty two wins. Four by knockout. Four out of 32 wins by knockout. Suddenly, he is just cracking dudes <laughs> on the jaw, just smoking them. I do think uh, experience level matters. I think that's why I picked him to win the Eric Gonzalez fight. I picked him to win the Nicholas Mota fight. So I was not surprised by these last two results. UFC experience matters a lot. Just experience in general. He's one of the most experienced guys. And then you add in, and then you consider again, he had 38 UFC fights uh, to Eric Gonzalez, zero. 39 UFC fights to Nicholas Mota's zero. So I guess a, a knockout isn't crazy. I did think uh, Mota, again, ground game kind of untested. That submission was obvious. But Jim Miller's letting those hands fly. And, you know, when you, again, when you've been around as long as he has, you're going you're gonna to pick some stuff up. You're going to pick up a few tricks. And you're going to be able to deal with these, uh, these much lesser experienced, much less seasoned guys. So, I, again, I just want to keep going with this stuff. Just give, I want to give him another... This would be so his 40th UFC fight. I want to be again, again against someone with no experience. I'm going. I went. I just put my hand into the contender series hat, Mike, and I pulled out uh, Mahashate. Mahashati. Mahashate. Do you know who this guy? He's a, he was a Chinese fighter. He won, I think, at the very last episode of the last season of the contender series, and he got a contract. So uh, he's a lightweight. Oh, okay. Now you're talking about. I think he's only six and two and like 23 years old. And you know what? That's the kind of guy that he should be. Uh, he should be fighting Jim Miller at this stage of his career. That's what I've decided. So I, <laughs> I just want to see Jim Miller keep racking up wins, keep going for for fight number fifty, and uh, UFC three hundred. So, just keep doing your thing, Jim Miller. So fun. Now we head to the fight that, actually, you know what? This this was the easiest one for me, and at worst, it was tied for the easiest pick. Joaquin Buckley earns a decision winner. Abdul Razak Al Hassan. He uh, he survived, if you will. So shout out to Commander Brown, who is now one and zero as a corner in the UFC. This was not the fight everybody expected, AK, but Buckley gets the win. So what is your pick before I give you my pick, which was easy? Uh, again, I didn't see the fight. No, it was a split. Was that a controversial split, or do you think Buckley comfortably won? I tweeted that. I tweeted that the Dust Commander was going to be zero and one. I thought oh. you could make an argument either way. Oh, it, was wow. clo- it was a close fight. MMA right. decisions. I think it was nine journalists had it for yeah. Alison, eight for Buckley, and then of course Drake it. Riggs, the anomaly, the unicorn, the calls it a draw. <laughs> uh, so it was a close fight. Oh, I see. So very even. Uh, not a not a very fun fight to watch. I'm I'm hearing and uh, a close fight. But uh, hey, hey, credit Dale Brown. Now one to zero, Mike. I mean, you said zero and one, one to zero. So he taught him something, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Whatever it is, it, it worked, I suppose. Cheedy and Jaquani. Cheedy and Jaquani. This is the this is the right matchup now. Give him another guy, another. 
another chance for a first round finish. I know we didn't get that. We all expected it on Saturday. We didn't get it. Uh, or, or GD also, I think even if it's not a first round finish, I do think you're going to end up getting an entertaining striking battle. So this to me is again, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not concerned right now about pushing Buckley up the the rankings. Uh, that's not. I want to see him get more experience, fighting more. Uh, get, get put him to fights with veterans like Chidi and Jukwani, uh guys who are good stylistic matchups. Um, so that's. Uh, and, then, and I think Chidi deserves a good name, too. I, I've been saying for a, a while, you know, like, I hate that he had to go through the Contender Series, and he showed kind of that he is a step above the lower tier of the middleweight division, the way he took out uh, Barrios. So uh, I think I think, I think think Buckley's the, the next uh, good matchup for Andrew Kawani, uh, both in terms of meritocracy and, and just be a fun fight. I needy some cheaty. That is the correct answer. Wow. Give it to me 1,000%. I don't need to say anything more. You, you've said it well, and I probably wouldn't have said much anyways because all I probably just needed to say was the name, and that's the correct answer. There is no other correct answer. That is the answer. So make that fight happen. Let's make that happen soon. Put it on a pay-per-view. Featured prelim on ESPN. You're welcome, world. As we now this head... Wasn't, this was an easy one. That was, it, was, it was pretty easy. Yeah, super I think, easy. I think we agreed on like three of like just yeah, I think three of them. We just said yeah, this is it. We just both agreed. <laughs> yes. But now we head to the wild card round. Let's have some fun, AK. We're gonna select one fighter we have not match made for yet, and we will match make for them right now. Could be somebody from the main card who was not victorious. Could be somebody from the prelims who was victorious, or maybe not victorious. It just depends on what your flavor is, AK. So, what's your wild card pick coming out of UFC Vegas forty eight? You know, uh, for good reason, we probably don't talk about the women's bantamweight division enough. It's it's not a strong division. It's not a strong division. It's not an exciting division. I, I understand. We we we're you know we we we've we've voiced our criticisms about it. Not not necessarily the talent involved, but sort of just the maybe the UFC or not just the UFC promotions in general. Just sort of the ability to de- to develop that division. It's just weirdly, there's just a bit of a drop off after 125, and uh, again, the higher you go, obviously 135 not great. 145. For the longest time, pretty much a wasteland, other than a few big names. So, uh, but I'm going to give 135 women's 135 a little bit of love. I think uh, Stephanie Egger. I, I don't think this is this is like um, what's the word I'm looking for. I don't think her finishes are like a smokescreen. I think she is legitimately like an intriguing talent. I know her record doesn't like jump off the page, uh, just seven and two. But she's been fighting t- pretty tough people. She's fought in Victus, She fought for Ryzen, uh, and she's a finisher, which at 135 is not very common. So. Uh, for her to take out, a, uh, you know, Jessica Rose Clark, I think very impressive. So I'm willing to to bump Egger up here and give her sort of a, a, a another veteran challenge. Penny Kianzad uh, fights Lena Landsberg on April 16th. I think the winner of that good good uh, good option for Stephanie Egger next. I like it. I think there's a lot of listeners who slid into the old DMs who agree with you on that pick. You know where I'm going with this. I'm going with the guy that I've been hyping up for a long time now. David Onama wow. gets a huge knockout win over Gabriel Benitez, who, listen, Mowgli is, is a good fighter. He's a fun fighter. But uh, after another weight miss and losses in four of his last five, he may not be long for this organization. But, I mean, still very talented guy. His career is far from over. Maybe he could find the fountain of youth on the regional scene or with Bellator, maybe the PFL. There's still time to, to put him on the PFL roster, maybe a shot at the Millie, maybe at lightweight. That's probably where he should go so he doesn't miss weight anymore. But good night for David Onama. Gets... You should, you should, you got to tell Benitez and his manager, this is all good advice. This is all... Yes. <laughs> you really got, you're like how to, how to save, how to save Gabriel Benitez's yeah, career. I mean, th- th- that's just where it is. Lightweight, just, there's just too many guys coming, or, well, excuse me, featherweight, just t- yeah. too deep of a division. 
and you just can't keep knocking this guy back. Like, there's only so many guys you're trying to build up that are going to have to make a name on you, and it's just not that fun anymore. So it was nice to see David Onama go back to his natural weight class, gets the KO, gets 30% of Mowgli's purse, gets 50 Gs, and I think a lot of people are excited to see him back. I know I am. So, AK, we are going to your neck of the woods. We're going to Canada. Give me Charles Jordan versus David Onama. I'm ready for it. I don't care if it's if David Onama's only fought twice in the UFC. It does not matter to me. It doesn't matter. Give me that fight and give it to me right freaking now, AK. I love it. I, I, I know you're very high on Onama. Uh, he's certainly impressed. I, beating, I picked Benitez to win just because, again, an experience thing. Uh, I, I Normally, I would ding someone for missing weight, but I was like, ah, I still think he'll. he's just just has fought more. Uh, but yeah, Onama's a hell of a talent. And, uh, and he certainly showed a, ma- a massive knockout win. Uh, there's a there's uh, there's a suggestion that I won't mention now. There's a listener suggestion later which I actually like. I somewhat like more for not um, you know I'll get to it. I'll get to it later. I'll, I'll explain why I I think there's a better option. Um, not for Nasir for Nama, but you know that whole scenario. All right. Do we have any check the tapes? Do we, we do, have actually. mic checks? Do we, what do we got here? We do. Uh, okay. Uh, we got to check the tapes from. Uh, Oh, first of all, uh, uh, Marcus, shout out to Marcus McGahey for dubbing this the uh, the Darst Knight edition of uh, Check the Tapes and Listener Picks and all that. So, uh, again, I'm down with that. Love the nickname. Uh, we have John Ray. John Ray said he wants a point for uh, Aaron Pico versus Jeremy Kennedy, which is happening on Bellator, uh, Bellator 277, uh, April 15th. He says what uh, he thinks someone else on the show suggested. But, uh, hey, listen, guys, you got to let us know. For some, it's hard for us to keep track of this stuff. You, if you want your point. Remind us. So John Ray's the only one who reminded. I don't know if you got a message, Mike, about this, but John Ray's the only one who reminded me about this pick. John Ray, I'm going to give you a solo point. So whoever it is else that suggested, I apologize, if I missed it. It was probably Marcus in one of his spreadsheets or something, Mike. But I mean, again, Marcus, you got to let us know if you want a point. So John Ray, this point goes out uh, just to you. I had someone. I got to call them. Out. I got to call them out in a, in a nice way. Jake Salky. Jake Salky said he wanted a point for. Uh, Davion Franklin versus Saeed Selma, but he messaged me like the day before, like on Friday. And it's like, it's like a uh, great call. I, you got to let me know, let me know when the fight is booked or at least somewhere ahead of time. It's hard. I cannot give you a point if you remind me the day before a fight happens. So, uh, so Jake, you will not get a point. You did call. I will give you credit for calling it out, but uh, I can't give you a point. I'm going to make a ruling right now. I'm oh, going to make a new rule for oh, on to the next one. Please. Okay. Unless it is a, I mean, just tremendous pick out of left field. You will not be getting Otmo, no points for Bellator picks. You're not. I'm sorry. It's not happening because... Oh, Frank Bellat- Soma, it was pretty obvious, you're saying. Yes. That, yeah. you, all of Bellator's matchmaking is pretty obvious. This is <laughs> this is, this is is the anti-UFC matchmaking where there is... It's not about money and business and pay-per-view buys. Everything is meritocratic with Bellator. It's next man up every single time. Whether anybody watches the card or not, it's the fair way to do it. Their matchmaking is so easy. It's so vanilla. You know exactly what's going to happen every single time. So unless it's like, unless unless you throw like Jalen Bates into a title fight next and it happens, you're not getting an no point for a Bellator pick. I'm sorry. We'll but, shout you out. We'll give you a little, you know, a little, little pat, a little clapperoo, <laughs> but that's it. No points. These are very valuable points. We can't just be giving them out to Bellator because it's so easy. Mike, I, I, they go to the effort though of mentioning it. <laughs> We're giving him a shout out. That's, I mean, that's sometimes it's more valuable than not no points. But I mean, Bellator's just too easy because you're not the only one who suggested these things. Sometimes you just don't read them because it's so obvious. It doesn't well, we mean, got some later. You know what I mean? We got we got some later, and I'm going to read them out. So okay, fair enough. 
What else you got? That's it. That's it. That's it for check the tapes. Uh, no, no, uh, no new. Uh, where were you on that one, dipshits? Uh, I, think, uh, pretty, <laughs> I think our listeners pretty on point. Uh, I, I don't think there was any super big announcements this week either. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, nothing really. Nothing that really stood out. If if, if no one reached out and said I want, I do have somebody who's asking for a half and not no point, and I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. But uh, before we go to the listener picks, disclaim away. Yeah, very quickly. No special rules this week. Just guys, uh, we're going to emphasize mostly winners, uh, unless there is a main event or, or a title fight. So there'll probably be some Jock- Johnny, a lot of Johnny Walker picks here. Uh, Scategories rule, guys, if you get that, you're the, one of the only person who gets that pick, kind of like John Ray did, sort of. Uh, the auto point is yours. Uh, watch out, guys, making mistakes. I did correct. So I, 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 I started calling people out. Instead, I just kind of politely messaged people back this week and just let, let them know if they made a mistake. Guys, wrong weight class, fought already, injured, released, fighter card already booked. These are easy things to check. Please do not send this in and waste our time. And, uh, your pick, which might be doo-doo. This also happened a few times, and I, I'm not going to call people out. But, uh, and your pick might be doo-doo, and we don't want to read it. Okay. I'm trying to look at something real quick. So, Jim, yes. I, I, I don't know why it didn't hit me. A little correction. Jim Miller has fought Jalos on twice. I forgot about the, the first Wait, did you fight. say he had – did you say they had – oh, did you, say, you said they'd only fought once. I think I mentioned just the most recent fight, oh, but okay, I should fine. I should make it clear they have fought twice. Jim Miller won both of those fights. One was split, one was unanimous, but both were fight of the nights. So if I mean if they book that for a third time, if for some reason Cerrone can't make it to to May seventh or whenever that event is, then yeah, I'm happy. I'm fine, just fine seeing seeing a third meeting between those guys. Mike, take that part and cut it and put it put it uh, cut it. No, not cutting. Just not cut cutting. It. Clarifying, we're all human. Owen Carroll kicks us off. Mario Batista versus Kyung Ho Kang. Okay. Jonathan yeah. Pierce versus Derek Minner. Jeez. That's a ridiculous fight. I like that. Uh, Chad and Heligar versus Randy Costa. That's fun. Gloria DePaulo yeah, versus Vanessa Demopoulos. Like that. Uh, Stephanie Egger versus Alexis Davis. Like that. David Onama versus Herbert Burns. Joaquin Buckley versus Puna Soriano. Don't think that fight will happen now since... Buckley is at Extreme Couture. At least he was for this camp, and I know Puna is there, so they probably work together. So maybe it happens. I don't think it will. Jim Miller versus Scott Holtzman. Parker Porter versus Carlos Felipe. Wait, Jim Miller and Scott Holtzman have already fought, didn't they? Then they re- they recently fought, didn't they? Somewhat, but within the last five fights. I think within Jim Miller's last five fights, I believe. Scotty Holtzman, unanimous decision, February 2020. Six uh, he lost. So Scott Holtzman beat him. So. Yeah, Scott Holtzman beat him. Come on, guys. I mean, I, I don't we think... We can rematch that. Sure. February 2020? If Jim, oh. if Jim Miller wants to run that one back, you give Jim Miller that fight. Aaron Owen Carroll, you were on a roll there. Did he, did he? But he didn't put... See, I don't think he knew it was a rematch, though. Well, oh, Carol, I'm, call, I'm calling you out. I don't think you, I need to hear a two or a re, come on, guys. Parker Porter versus Carlos Philippe. Uh, Philippe suspended, isn't he? Yeah, until April, April next year, April of 2023. Kyle Dawkins. Come on, versus, guys. A lot of people said the Philippe. Come on, guys. 
listen, there's a lot to, there's a lot here. I'm 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 willing to forgive a little bit. I'm I'm uh, Kyle Takas versus Ian Heinish, Jamal Hill versus Dominic Reyes. Poppy underscore Brian. Morning Mike and AK. Anyway, I can get a half Otto point for Nikolau versus Dvorak. I said Nikolau versus the loser of Cody versus Kai, but I said fight Dvorak if you wanted to fight again soon. Maybe that's no. worth twenty five or fifty no. cents of Otno points. That's like a cool fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. So he's he's oh. pumping up the Otno points and giving it more value. Half an Otno point for that no. quarter of an Otno point or no Otno point. It'll be out of your collection if you want to give it to him. Now it won't be from the from the official Otno pool because I, I you know what I should add. This is my fault. I need to add this disclaimer. Uh, I don't like ifs. If you guys like throwing ifs, oh this or this or this. No no no. You guys have to hammer down and go all in. So if he wanted the full point, he would have had to say, "I, I, I bet this is this is how the scenario will play out, and he will fight soon." And uh, no, he doesn't want the full point. He didn't get any points. <laughs> okay, <laughs> boom, gavel dropped. Wild card pick: Stephanie Egger versus the loser of Carol Hosa versus Sarah McMahon. Sure. Yeah. Joaquin Buckley versus the loser of Bruno Silva versus Alex Pajeda. If Pajeda loses that fight. Is a banger. Same if Silva loses and if Pajeda loses. Ooh. This is a name to get him right back on track. Sure. That's very good. It's a good pick. Jim Miller versus anyone from Contender Series or yep. Tough. Four of his last fights against people from the shows. Mm-hmm. Park Reporter versus OSP. Kyle Dog, another Kyle Dog is Ian Heinish. And he's also with you, Jamal Hill versus Anthony Lionheart Smith. I would yeah, love, love to see that. Lionheart get someone above him, but it just doesn't seem like it will happen at this stage. Uh, Gerard Biagin, Jamal Hill versus Volkan Ozdemir, Johnny Walker versus ja- Daun Jung, Parker Porter, Justin Taffa, Jim Miller versus Mike Davis. Oof, that's a tall order right there. Who's Davis fight? Davis is fighting. Or he was. He was at least booked. I don't know if the fight fell through. He was booked for that London card. I th- there's. Did he get moved against to somebody else? He was supposed to fight Jai Herbert. Yeah, that's right. I thought. I thought maybe they. They, they booked him with somebody else. I'm not really but sure. Yeah, so now Jai's got a new fight now. That's man. Mike Davis is is Mike Davis is a monster. If that guy could just stay healthy, he's gonna be a problem. Experience though, experience difference with him and Jim Miller. But age age before, he is a contender series guy. He age, is a contender series guy. Age before beauty. Uh, Joaquin Buckley versus Mahmoud Muradov. David Onama versus Omar Morales. Jonathan Pierce versus Sean Woodson. I know those guys have been paired up at least once, maybe a couple times. It just didn't happen. Uh, Hussein Habab. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Really love all the content MMA fighting is pushing out and always looking forward to the morning after the cards and every month for the ranking show. For Johnny Walker, the winner of Dustin Jacoby versus Oleg Boy, you're, I mean, tough road for Johnny Walker right now. So let me ask you this, AK, because this has been a, a very, this has been a talking point. You talked about this in the previous show. This was brought mm-hmm. up many times yesterday. Is this it for Johnny Walker or do you think the UFC gives him another chance? I think it's. I'm a little fifty-fifty on it, but if I had to make a pick, uh, he's getting cut. I don't think it's a bad idea to to let him spread his wings, but we'll see what happens. There is a little bit of value to his name, but mm-hmm. I mean, again, you throw him in there with a Dustin Jacoby or Oleg Zaychuk, the same thing that just happened last night could potentially happen again. Was he fighting? Uh, you know, again, I know it was a short. It was what, under three minutes. How long was it? Yeah, just under three minutes. W- was he fighting a little more like the original? You know, older, uh, not older, but sort of the Johnny Walker we saw when he first came to the UFC. Was it too early, hard to tell? Was it just it was. It, was, it just happened kind of quickly. The, the walk to the cage was very Johnny Walker-esque. I heard some great dancing. I heard, a lot I of great dancing. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, Jamal Hill, man, just just needs one, and mm-hmm. he likes Jamal Hill versus Ozdemir. Or please, God, let him knock out Paulo Costa and send him to Bellator or one championship where steroids are a okay, and he can be an unprofessional goof and entertain us from afar, way afar. Wow! All right, man, that was some some Boricinia slander right there. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, for Dacus, he likes Eric Anders or Julian Marquez. You better land on something or you're not getting an auto point. Parker Porter versus Juan Espino. Bodo literally celebrated and danced while he should have been landing more of those bombs. Could have ended the fight if he put his foot on the gas pedal. Miller, he likes to battle the beards versus Frivola or Nazrat Hakparast. Frivola's a free agent right now, so his we'll see what happens. He hit, That last fight he had, that, that crazy fight he had at UFC 270 was... The last fight on his deal. So he is a free agent. Who knows if he'll be back with the UFC. Hack press, maybe. But I think we kind of keep Miller on the same somewhat track that he's on right now. Wait, sorry, that was for, that was Jim Miller for Frivola? For Frivola or Hack press. Oh, they didn't or? Come on. God, come on. But I do love the, <laughs> I do love the Frivola matchup. Buckley versus Maximoff. From what I understand, Maximoff has his next fight booked. I don't know who it is, but you would assume Ooh. if he has the next fight booked, it's probably not Buckley. Okay. Onama versus, versus Levitt? Not if that's what you're picking. Levitt's booked against Victor Martinez in April, is, and plus Levitt is, it, is a lightweight and Ramos is a featherweight. So you I think that, that that confuses a lot of people. Uh, uh, the, that, and that happens on our show. guys. That happens on our show a lot. Is like a guy, uh, de- like quickly debut. You know, they debut uh, at a certain weight class, maybe because of short notice, and then they immediately drop down in their next fight. Guys, you got to pay attention to this stuff. We t- Mike, Christian Rodriguez. Everyone. Christian Rodriguez, you should be booking him in Bantamweight fights. Although go. he did miss weight on the Contender Series, he's a Bantamweight. Mike, we tell people all the time that the Otno listeners are the smartest, most wonderful, kindest people in the MMA world. We say this all the time. So, uh, guys, don't make us look like assholes, okay? When you when you bring this bullcrap and get the weight classes wrong. <laughs> Wow. You, need to, you need to do your research. Okay. AK just, with the heel turn. But listen, AK. No, listen, no, 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 I say this out of love. I say this out of love. These, our, our listeners are spectacular, and I hold them to a high standard. But you have to also re- remember, AK, that a lot of times with these with these programs, we're getting new fans, newer listeners, like newer people to the sport. So maybe they're just not sure. Maybe they don't know who David Onama is. You know, they haven't been following this guy for a while. I don't know. I mean, topology.com. We'll see. We'll see. Topology.com. We have called, we have said Onama as a featherweight many times on our show before. Oh, you're right. There are new listeners. You're you're right. Your whole point is. And new fans to the actual sport. You're right. You're right. Okay. People, topology.com. Check it out. Very easy. Very easy to use. Very easy to check what weight classes people fought at previously. There you go. A little lesson for uh, AK the heel. I apologize for language. Brandon Nunez, Miller versus Hubbard, Dacus versus Jocko, Walker versus Reyes, sure. Daniel Marcoulos, JSP versus Ricardo Hamos, that's fun. Egger versus Julia Avila. Avila tore, I think she tore ACL, so she's going to be out for a while. Maybe she, we might not see her till the end of the year, so I would assume Egger will be back before that. So we'll see. And I, and I think we will see that fight eventually, but I think you're, but obviously, as you said, it's sort of not, not next or anything like that. Clark versus Vanessa Mello, Onama versus Frivola. Again, Onama is a 45er. Unless this is something they book on like a couple weeks' notice for a pay per view. Yeah, I know he fought a 55 in his debut, but it was short notice. But Onama, we should book him for featherweight fights. Buckley versus Phil Haas, sure. Yeah. Miller versus Alexander Hernandez, because why not run another beloved, beloved vet against Hernandez? 
man, you guys just don't like that guy. Uh, yeah. Mr. Porterhouse versus Jake Collier. Dacus versus Gerald Mearshart. I like that. I like that fight a lot. Johnny Walker versus Ed Herman or Devin Clark. I saw people just say, people are really, again, if he does fight again in the UFC, people really just want to give him, I know we keep saying this, I'm sorry, this is like saying, using the word deserved in MMA, uh, a tune-up, I know, I, I, people want to see him face someone who's a bit further back in the rankings, uh, and, I, and I totally understand that, I totally understand that, so yeah, if they keep him around, I would love the UFC did something like that, but again, I'm leaning towards either, again, they let him go, or they do, or even if they keep him, they don't book him, they don't book him that way, they don't give him an Ed Herman or, or anything like that. Francesco, our longtime, our longtime big fan from Italy, now living in Los Angeles. So good for you, Francesco. Welcome to La La Land. Maybe you can meet up and, and spot E. Casey Lydon running around, getting ready for his MMA fight. You can go to E. Casey Lydon's MMA fight in, uh, coming up in a few weeks. He likes or the, fam- the famous Esther Lynn. Or the, yes, the iconic also voice. Out, out and about. Go find the iconic voice. <laughs> Jamal Hill versus Paulo Costa. I'd love to see that. It just won't happen for some reason. That just that makes that would be crazy fun. Dacus versus Hidalfo Vieira. Another Porter versus Philippe fight, but again, Philippe suspended for eighteen months. Miller versus Diego Fajera. Eh, crazy fight. Maybe I mean I'd watch the hell out of that, but I don't think the UFC will go in that direction. Buckley versus Chidi. Edgar versus the loser. Kianzad Landsberg. Skelly versus Minner. If Skelly fights again. Because he didn't close the door and lock it behind him. And Onama versus Austin Lingo would be a really fun fight. I thought you said Edgar Edgar there for a second. And I just, I, my, I, I got triggered for a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Edgar, Edgar. Stephanie Edgar. That's right. Chris Lennon likes Miller versus Onama. Again, Onama is a 45er. But I, Do we have to start I, blocking people? But, I, but maybe, we have listen, to start if they people? offered Onama that fight, he would probably take it at 55. Would he not? I'm sure he'd take a lot of fights at 55. But guess what, guys? He is a featherweight now. All right? He is a featherweight. We're going to look like the biggest a-holes if he takes a fight at 55 now in the next, like, If he fights Jim Miller next, <laughs> you owe, you owe an, an apology. I'm, I'm blocked then. I'm just off the you, show. You're blocked. Yeah. I have to run solo. Jonathan. Yeah, and no odd, no, no pay. I'm docked without my odd, no pay. <laughs> one, week, one week of no odd, no points, which I need, by the way. Pierce versus Trezano. Egger versus Alexis Davis. Skelly versus Feely. And Hellinger versus Mario Bautista. Winner versus winner from the car. John Ray, our old friend. Buckley versus Dacus. Miller versus Cerrone Lozon winner. Porter versus Collier. Hill versus Ozdebeer. BKFC, he wants to see Chad Mendez fight Palomino for the lightweight title. And Perry fight Alves for that title. We'll see. I mean... With with BKFC, you could throw you could throw Mendes and Perry in there with anybody, and it doesn't matter. Like they literally could fight anybody, and it makes no difference. And the same amount of people will watch. So let the title. I mean, if they want to fight for titles, a couple more wins, sure. But I'm not fully in on that. What what were the weights the guys fought at? Perry and Lane was what 175, 175 something there. Yeah, it was called like middleweight, but it was like 175. Yeah, but there's like uh, a, there's a window there. Sure. Uh, and what was what did Chad Mendes fight at? 55. Oh, okay gigantic 55 he looks i heard he looked at at all the comments were like he looks healthier than he did the last (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to find a diplomatic way to say this he looks yeah healthier and more together muscular well yes (laughs) and then he likes andre koreshkov versus neiman gracie turd ferguson any idea why paul felder was yelling are you serious you've got to be kidding me after the official decision i have no idea i assume paul will probably that that was like one of the mystery questions. I assume Paul will probably address that at some point. Sorry, which fight? Which fight? It was a, a, after the Parker Porter Alan Bodeau fight. 
I want to say maybe it's because of a post. Maybe we didn't get a post fight interview. After he was that. shouting, "Are you kidding?" Like on the microphone, like on this. Uh, yeah, you could hear it on the broadcast. Like, "Are you serious? You got to be kidding me!" So I don't know he, if it was like him going in the cage trying to get a post fight interview, yeah. and then it didn't happen, and that's why he said that. I don't know. I literally Probably. have no clue. It could have been something. He could have stepped in some poop or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's a live mic, right? So we just we don't know. Buckley versus Mark Andre Barrio. I think Buckley's a little bit ahead of that. David Onawa versus Yusuf Salal. Yeah, sure. If if they're gonna keep Salal around, but that they man, you're know. throwing Yusuf to to the freaking wolves, man. <laughs> Egger versus Kianza Landsberg winner. He's with he's with you there. Chess yeah. Kelly versus the winner of Pineda versus Jamal Emmers. Gloria DePaula versus Liang Na. Uh, and Hellinger versus Davy Grant. Ooh. I just thought about Skelly. Uh, Skelly I'm like, I guess they still want to see the chance. Skelly and Emmer is unfinished business, right? <laughs> yeah. Pierce versus still Jordan. Pierce versus Jordan and Bautista versus Morozov. P- Pierce versus Jordan is the thing I was going to say. I kind of like that more than Onama versus Jordan. I think Pierce, just as they're a little bit closer, I think, again, in terms of their UFC experience right now. So that, that to me, I like more. But I, I get the Onama Jordan thing. Stylistically, like the Onama fight's way more exciting. Sure. I like the Pierce one. Pierce is going to take him down a thousand times. Good. I like when my martial arts are mixed. <laughs> Anthony Lopez. Hi, Mike. Missed a couple weeks, but I'm back. Here are my picks for on to the next one. Hill versus Kryloff. Win or lose after the Paul Craig fight. Dawkins versus Brennan Allen. But those guys just, like, literally just fought. Um, and it was a good scrap. And, and Craig, uh, the Hill Krilov, the Hill Krilov Craig thing. I mean, Hill just fought Craig. Unless people want to see him get that one back. He just fought him last June. No, he, no, no. He doesn't want Paul Craig. He didn't. He say no. Didn't he say Hill? No, he said Krylov win or lose after the Paul. Oh, Craig win fight. or lose. Sorry, I heard win or lose. Winner. Oh, okay, win or lose versus. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's an option. My apologies. So basically, either no matter what, he fights Krylov next. Yes. Uh, Porter versus. Jeez, Parker Porter versus Alexander Romanov. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. They got to feed Romanov somebody. That boy's ready. That boy's ready to eat. Well, maybe they fight for the for the chance to fight Andre Olovsky next. Who who knows? Miller and he likes Miller versus the Terrence McKinney Zayam loser, and then he likes Buck. He's going back to this well. Buckley versus James Krause. He's I not know, the only one. He's not I, the only one. I know Krause. Well, I'm about to. I'm probably gonna put the kibosh on that. Unfortunately, I know Krause is more focused on coaching lately, but he's asked for this fight multiple times before. I'm sure he could probably corner a fight on the same night as well. There's a storyline between them, and it would make for a fun buildup. Agreed. That would be fun, but the sh- it, the ship has probably sailed on that fight. It's at never this sailed point. in MMA. I, have, I don't care. Like it's yes, it was so do. no. I would not, Michael. I would be just like Michael. cool. I would heavily favor James Krause in that fight too. By the way, but Krause doesn't seem he just doesn't seem like he wants to fight at all. Like unless it's if Joaquin Buckley. The only way that here's the only way this fight happens. Okay, if they book Joaquin if. James Krause lifts the fight one Joaquin Buckley ban from his gym. Let's just say they give him Zach Cummings. They offer him Zach Cummings or Julian Marquez, and James Krause gives the blessing to say yes because there is like a pretty hard rule that if anyone from Glory is going to fight Joaquin Buckley, it's Krause and nobody else. If he releases that ban and they book Buckley against either of those two other guys, and for some reason, something happens, maybe on the scale or a positive COVID test or something, and there's like 24 to 48 hours notice, that's when we'll see that fight happen. 
Oh, That's the my, best chance that fight you happens. Stole, you stole one of my lists. Uh, Hayes Bethur. That was his whole scenario. He said almost the exact same thing. So, uh, Hayes, I'll shout you out. You and Mike are... are, are I was going to read it. I, Half an on no point, Hayes. Half an on. <laughs> from <laughs> mine. Respect. From my collection. Hey, oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but uh, you guys are on the same wavelength. So, Hayes, I don't need to read yours out now. He pretty, said pretty much almost the exact same thing you said, Mike. So, uh, well done. Good job, guys. All right. Let me go through this chart here from Marcus. Dawkins versus Shabazian. Ooh, Parker Porter versus Walt Harris, AK? Is this, is this the yeah. one? I saw some mention that, and, and specifically because we're always saying, like, oh, what's the right matchup for... Uh, so I'll shout out now uh, Thomas Collins. Thomas Collins threw that one out there. Uh, yeah, and kind of pretty much echoed the same sentiments we've been saying. Maybe this is the right guy. And, and, and even then, it's it's even if, again, Walt Harris lost, I feel like it would be a fun, like, competitive decision, I think, if Walt Harris lost. I don't think it would have us feeling bad. You know, the, one of those ones where the two guys are hugging at the end, you know, and... Maybe win a fight of the night bonus, something like that. So, um, yeah, look, we can't just book for like, oh, what, what, we want Walt Harris to get some like highlight, real feel good knockout. Like, that's just not how MMA works. You really cannot control that. So, Parker Porter, sure. I like it. You know what? Great option. I'm piggybacking off this, and now it's Romana. I'm going back to Romana versus Arlovsky. That's the one. Okay. Porter and then versus Porter. Harris. Okay. Miller versus Moises. Buckley versus Cheney. Yep. Another one for that. Onama versus Pierce. Sure. Uh, Skelly versus Joe Anderson Brito. I don't think Chaz Skelly's going to want to put a roofing job on the back burner to fight Joe Anderson Brito. Uh, DePaulo versus Lukbunmi. Logan Storley versus Koreshkov. I think Logan Storley is probably above that at this point. Koreshkov wants Paul Daly on that London card. I think Bellator needs to go out and make that fight. Piccolotti versus Bobby King. I like that. Brennan Ward versus Sabo Hamasi. Like that. Davion Franklin versus Linton Vassell. Sure. Uh, Chess Skelly, do we have to give him a, a last matchup farewell? No, because he didn't retire. He's not, he didn't retire. But he had said before the fight that he had a lot of, I'm considering it, this might be. Yeah, so this like, is so probably going to be my last fight is how this whole fight was booked. And then he goes out there and gets that finish and basically said, if the UFC wants me to fight, then you know, I'll fight if something interesting comes along. Right. So we shouldn't be surprised either way. If he never fights again, no surprise. If he fights, if he's booked for a fight in in July, no surprise either, right? It's like either, either it could be either, right? Yeah, we can we can match make for for Chaz Kelly if we need to. I just want to say, uh, I, I, he has one of my favorite submissions ever, uh, uh, the Maximal Blanco fight, where he just comes out with this flying knee, uh, and I think he hits Maximal Blanco on the chest and just like hits him in the chest. Their bodies just smash together, and it ends up somehow with him throwing on an anaconda choke and winning in 19 seconds. So, I, I, I just in case this is a, a last matchup. A last match situation. Uh, thank you, Chess Kelly, for your service, and and I do hope he he goes on, like I said, and and uh, makes a lot of money in his in his actual job. Yes, I love that. I love the, the. I think the Chess Kelly finish from last night was up there too because mm. his co- the his opponent's corner is sitting there saying he's soft, he can't hit hard, and then Chess no. drills him with a right hand that hurt him real bad, and then. Got him against fences, landing shots, and landed a big knee that dropped him, and then just floored him and just pounded him out. Mark Striegel's corner, and then he, and then he runs over to Striegel's corner and is like, "What? I'm soft. My punches are soft. Look at that. I hurt your guy. And knocked him out." He, he just seems like an okay dude. I mean, he's had a lot of memorable moments for a guy who I get it's not like a marquee name. We mentioned before the Jamal Emers thing, the sort of he makes it to the cage. Jamal Emers, unfortunately, like back spasms. We'd never seen that before. A fighter actually get in the cage and just ended up by be canceled on the spot there. And then he went backstage and sang some like tenacious D. Uh, Effort yeah, just so much, so much, yeah, yes, uh, we can't say the word here. Uh, he has so much pent up energy. He did that, and then uh, the Bobby Moffat thing. The Bobby Moffat uh, terrible call. He wasn't out, uh, and then he said, "I want my, 
I want the fight to be overturned, but not if it costs Bobby his his win bonus, whatever money he had made from uh from that. Like what a cool thing to say. Like he just seems like a real a real person. So Chess Kelly again. Uh, I hope I hope he's again if he fights again, great. If he doesn't, the last match, happy trails to you, sir. Let's see where are we at here. Harry Dwaskin, Batista versus Gravely, Pierce versus Billy Q, Rodriguez versus Aaron Phillips. Wouldn't match make for a loser generally, but was pretty impressed. Should get built up with a softball matchup. Uh, wow, Ineligible versus Tertios, DePaulo versus Vanessa Demopoulos, Buckley versus yeah. Petrosky, Miller versus Frivola. Again, Frivola free agent. I, th- I think DePaulo versus Demo is like one of the. Very logical matchup. I, I, I would hope that you have, the matchmakers are put, thinking about that one. Yeah. Matt Ravelli. I'm wanting to see Jamal Hill take on Dominic Reyes. I also think Kyle Docks versus Ian Heinish. Kyle needs to step up, but Ian needs to fight someone a little further back. Tristan Gordette. Jim Miller versus Mason Jones. That'd be a crazy fight. Again, I, I again I like these fights against guys who are talented. Even like I said, even the Mike Davis. I know you think like Mike Davis would probably run through him. I don't know, man. I just yeah, given the Mike Davises, given the the the, the Mason Joneses, I, I like I like Jim Miller's chances in any of these fights. He likes Buckley versus Marquez, and then puts a disclaimer. Remember, Buckley wasn't able to fight Krause. He wanted to fight fighters from Krause's gym. Buckley, on my show, the old what the heck, basically said, I want to fight everybody from the gym. Line them all up. I'll fight them all. Wildcard, David Onam versus Sean Woodson. Steph Egger versus Julia Avila. I know Avila was booked to fight Raquel Pennington. He had a pull due to injury. It's such an impressive win by Egger against Rose Clark that I think she deserves someone in the top 15. I think Avila is the right opponent for Egger to have. I can't argue with your logic here it's just avila i don't know if we're gonna see her at all this year i mean that was a pretty nasty injury she had surgery so we might not see her at all until the very end of the year if not until 2023 and Alger versus tercios jonathan pierce versus bill algio i like that fight very much ak on to you my friend has that never been booked that's one of those fights i just feel like i don't know i feel like it's been booked or something but uh, probably not i i, I think that, i think there's just a cluster of guys who are kind of in the same kind of in that same range and i've just in my head i've i've booked them myself or um yeah that's a great i like that matchup a lot Bill I Algeo, wanna, yeah i just want to make sure algio is not booked already because that's yeah. he's nope nope he's not Bill, booked, so he's, yeah it's in there He's such an underrated guy. I think he's like both in terms of how good he is and like how exciting his fights are. I hope people like appreciate. I really like Bill Algio. And a great, uh, what's his nickname again? Mr. Uh, oh, uh, Senor Perfecto. Yes. <laughs> just a great nickname. So good. So good. Tremendous. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, popular picks we saw this week again. You mentioned quite a few of them. I think Jamal Hill versus Anthony Smith was the one I saw the most. Jamal Hill versus Anthony Smith. And a lot of people, Miller, Hack Press. I don't know. I, I don't know if I love that matchup. Uh, Hack Press is what, what lost... I know he just lost. I know he's not on a losing streak, but I know he just lost. I don't know. The matchup didn't like jump out to me, but the listeners are very smart. So uh, maybe that is. Maybe that's what's next for Jim Miller. Uh, yeah, uh, Parker Porter versus Collier, uh, the most popular pick I saw for him. I love it. Uh, big, sweaty men slapping meat. I'm always into it. So uh, Parker Porter versus Collier. Let's make that happen. Call Doc has a ton of options. Delizze, Christoph Jocko, Ian Heinish. I know. I think Ian Heinish was the one I heard you mention the most, Mike. So seems pretty popular. Uh, Buckley versus Hawes. I saw that a lot. Onama. I didn't hear you say this one once. I don't know if your listener sent you this one. Onama versus Steven Peterson. I did not get that one. I got quite a few of that. So interesting. Listeners seem to know. Listeners, no one Peterson. and no one said Onama versus Julian Arosa, which is kind of surprising. Because I feel I like Arosa would love that fight. I think he would too. I do think he's a bit higher ranked. Arosa, right? Yeah, he doesn't care about any of that I mean, stuff. He just, no, wants he, doesn't bang, he just wants bangers. Yeah. And everyone wants to see Edgar versus Alexis Davis. I think Alexis Davis is a little too experienced for her. I don't know if that's a fight. I, again, I know Bantamweight's pretty shallow. 
uh, and Egger is probably with that win now two straight wins is prop that's the range she's in I get it I think I only have her like two spots behind Alexis Davis in like my actual ranking so but but I think again it's just a shallow division I think the rankings rankings wise that might be close but experience wise man Alexis Davis is so tough I just I I, I wish there was a, another way to sort of build up Egger but it wouldn't surprise me if they do book her against Alexis Davis I just I'm just not a fan uh, all right. I've been neglecting my Instagram boys, the wild boys, a little uh, boys and girls, I should say, a little too much. So let me give Instagram its platform first. I got no emails, by the way. People, alex.ly at sbnation.com. I got no emails. So uh, quickly to Instagram here. Carlos Torres Buckley Cazeres. Mike, I don't know how you feel about this one. Uh, Joaquin Buckley versus Adolfo Vieira. Super interesting. I mean that's that's his grappler versus strikers. You can, so, but you said he was wrestling. Buckley was wrestling. Um, They're both wrestling. Yeah, and I thought that was a brilliant game plan. The first, sure. like I even said on all the shows, I said, "What? Uh, do not be surprised if Joaquin Buckley takes him down multiple times in the first round and tries to grind him against the fence." Because historically speaking, and we saw it again last night. Officially, it's on the books. It's on topology for you all to see. If Abdul Razak Alassane gets out of the first round, he loses. He loses every time. <laughs> loses. Okay, all of his all He's of Alassane's wins are first round knockouts. <laughs> Take him out of the first round, he loses every single fight. So I thought the game plan was smart. I thought Buckley, Buckley was lighting him up in the second. He was landing these nasty body shots, but Buckley just wasn't overextending himself. He was very patient in there. And then the third round, Alassane just. Started to land takedowns of his own. So it was just a weird fight. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe this version of Buckley is just just trying to improve and just be a more well-rounded fighter as opposed to the highlight reel knockout artist everybody expects him to be. Does Al-Hassan ever judo people? I don't remember him ever judoing anyone in the UFC. I mean, he took he took Buckley down probably four times okay. in the third round. Okay, some so different like, variations of takedowns. Oh, so. okay. Because like, he should be pretty good against wrestlers I, I i this is wikipedia research right here uh competed in judo for 22 years he's a black belt in judo uh, judo thunder is his nickname um <laughs> i just don't remember him judoing people i just, it's just so weird so like when you tell me he gets out wrestling I'm like does he not have skills to sort of counter that kind of approach but uh, i'm jacob malcoon as well right also uh, kind of um out grappled him so i don't know uh, and, and again I, I don't know a lot about judo i don't know like what level he competed at so maybe in the judo community it's like oh he's just like an average judo guy but i, I assumed he's like an elite judo guy so I don't know. if you guys know more about judo you judo heads out there if you know more than me let me know if you know anything about ahasan's judo background and if he's like legit or if there's a reason he doesn't use it uh, in mma more but um uh, so thank you, Carlos, for those picks. Uh, no, an MMA fighting meme slash our guy, Michael Conifry. People subscribe to that page. There's some hilarious memes there. Uh, yes, Kyle Dawkins versus Maximov. I know you said uh, Maximov might have a fight. And then uh, Onama versus Algeo, which I like. Uh, and Michael Conifry is trying to get the name Ugandan Knuckles going. Uh, it's okay. It's kind of cool. It's it's not. It doesn't really uh, roll off the tongue. Don't love it. Um, I, 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 I keep in mind, I also don't like Bobby Knuckles, so I'm that. I'm, oh, dude, Bobby Knuckles is great. You know why I don't like it? Because the so-called MMA media came up with it, and uh, I don't believe in that bullcrap. So, um, I remember when they brought it up to him, he's like, "Yeah, I guess." He's the Reaper. He loves it now. He's fully into it I, now. He, he just does, he's just such a, he's just saying that because he's nice. He's just being nice to us. David um, the Bomber Onama, very Boston right there. The Bomber. Well, Onama. <laughs> the Bomber Onama. Don't, don't, <laughs> B-O-M-B-A-H the bomba. Don't you do it. I prefer Ugandan Knuckles over that. Oh god. Uh MMA heads. Let me see what I can let's see what's what's in chat. Depala versus the Corey McKenna Elise Reed loser. Yeah, I like the kind of slow burn stuff. So that's no. cool. 
No. Why? Because no, no. she's well. But DePaul's not I bad, man. She's just she. She's not bad. She, had, I mean, sometimes she that no Octagon experience. debut was tough. She got bolted by Cheyenne Belismus, but she just got she has, caught. She, no she made experience. a mistake. I mean, no, I don't like it. I, I, I like the, the Demopolis one is a way better suggestion. I'm sorry, I, I agree, way right. better suggestion. I don't mind McKenna. Oh, then again, if at least Reed loses, she's probably just getting cut. So I don't even know if that's an option. And Helga versus Mena Martinez, and then uh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love that. Uh, shout out to Helliger, by the way. He also got some. Uh, Brandon Davis was a popular pick for him. Randy Costa. So, hey, man, that's a way to win. You a, a Canadian guy and uh, your debut, your Otno debut. People are people are talking about you. Uh, and Mayheads also recommends a couple of rebookings. Uh, Pierce versus Lingo, Batista versus Taha. So those fights were supposed to happen on uh, on Saturday. Just, yeah, I agree. If health, health permitting, schedule permitting, just throw those guys back in there. Uh, Matt Bradbury, Batista versus Saeed Jakob Hakramanov. Um, that's an interesting one. Sure. Uh, what the? Matt Bradbury also, I want to read this. Why did I want to read this? Oh, uh, Gloria DePaula versus Hannah Cyphers. Uh, the only reason, uh, have you heard anything on the Cyphers front? Uh, Nothing. Because she was booked to, she was booked in like uh, August or something. She was booked for a fight like somewhat recently. I will, I will ask about Hannah Cyphers this week and I will provide an update on the show next week. But she is not released as far as we know. I don't think so. She is not released. Anyone who follows that uh, at roster bot, roster watch bot on Twitter, uh, it would have popped up by now for sure. So we would have we would have certainly re- reported yeah. that if it was done. Oh, okay, okay. I have to apologize. She wasn't booked recently. I, I'm thinking she was booked in February, but not but February of last year. But she was booked. She was she was booked and and then had to withdraw from that fight. So probably dealing with injuries and uh, various aches and pains. But as far as we know, Hannah Cipher is still on the roster. So there you go. So uh, that's a legal pick. Uh, Onama, they, oh, there you go. Onama versus Juicy J. Ver, excuse me. Onama versus Juicy J. Uh, Porter versus OSP. I know you mentioned that one, Walker Ustamir. I'm sorry. I have to read out Matt Bradbury's Bellator picks. Mike, I know you hate these now. Uh, Jalen Bates versus Jared Scoggins. Storley versus Storley versus the Amosov Page loser. I feel like he could get the winner. Well, it, it all depends what happens with Jason Jackson versus Douglas Lima. If Jason right. Jackson wins that, if Jason Jackson beats Douglas Lima, he's fighting okay. for the belt next. Sure. And that's, <coughs> excuse me, Storley's teammate. So, okay. yeah, I'd be sure the loser, the loser would, would be fine with me. Yeah. And, and we said before, like, uh, Paige, first matchup for Storley, Amistov, close fight the first time. I do think that's one. And, and Bellator does not shy away from rematches. I mean, if they think it was a close fight and, and the and the guys are close to each other now in their whatever their official rankings, they'll throw them back in there. Uh, Gracie first course guy. I know you mentioned that one. Uh, Brendan Ward versus Paul Daly. Be interesting. Daly does not have an opponent yet. He has said that uh, the May card will be his last fight, but I don't think he has an opponent yet, if I'm not mistaken. Right, but he said if he's not the co-main event, he's not fighting. And that's uh, and that's also the ticking clock. So they basically said, if I don't fight by this by the date of this card, my career is over. But I'm also not fighting unless I'm the co-main event. And right now, Douglas Lima versus Jason Jackson oh, is the co-main that's event. On that card. Oh, okay. I, I, I forgot. Which, that same card. which at this point, you're in freaking London. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Put Paul Daly in there. Andre Koreshkov. After he absolutely destroyed the insides of Chancer Encounter in like 35 seconds in that co-main event last night, <laughs> called out Paul Daly for London. Book that fight and make that the co-main event. Why the hell not? That makes perfect sense. And guess what? Douglas Lehman versus Jason Jackson will still happen on the card. 
And it doesn't matter if it's on the main card and not the co-main event. Oh. Nobody gives a flying F. Nobody so cares. So you're suggesting... Oh, so you're going to bump Lima and Jack, Jason Jackson down. Yes. Still on the right, main why, card. And you're right. Why, why the hell does it matter? <laughs> still on the main card. You're yeah. fighting in London. You're fighting in London. So let's have two guys who are not from London... Fight in a co-main event. <laughs> you have MVP in the uh -huh. main event. You're going to put Paul Daly not in the co-main event for that crowd? That is just... Ah, oh, Bellator. If I love you so much. I really do. But you're just not living up to your potential. And it drives me crazy. Just little things like this. Why is Paul Daly even discussing this? You give this man a co-main event. It's his last fight. Just get him in the co-main event spot. And just put Lima versus Jackson in the, in the featured bout. Who gives a shit? Mike, it's, 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 no, it sets a bad precedent. You can't be giving fighters what they want. Come on now. Uh, we, we, you know, they, they, the UFC knows this. Bellator knows it. You can't be you, – what you give it, you give it in, still take a mile. So uh, they, good job. Scott Coker, I hope you and the guys are putting your foot down on this. Uh, you, you, they don't Listen, the fighters don't decide where they're booked in the card, all right? That's your job. So good good job, Bellator. Good for you. Yeah, so now Paul Daly's not going to fight on that card, and he's never going to fight again. So great job. Well done. That's a brilliant move. God. Uh, Matt Bradbury also suggests Davion Franklin, Linton Vassell, and Saeed Selma versus Jake Hager. I like that. That's that's not a super obvious pick. I think we get a point, Matt Bradbury, if we get. Saeed I'll Selma. tell you what. If we get if if they book Saeed Selma versus Jake Hager, I'll give you the point. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a point for that one because that that's just makes no sense at all. No, what? I like it. Why? I just I don't Hager, know. I just like it. If 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 Hager isn't Fedor's final opponent in Russia. Then you put Hager in there with like a guy who's Listen, like two and zero. Oh. Hager's got a lot on his plate. He just lost a big tag match with Chris Jericho to <laughs> Proud and Powerful on Wednesday. The inner circle's falling apart. He's got a lot going on. I don't know if he can really be picky with his uh, MMA matchups right now. Uh, and then Dad Jackson comes in with, excuse me, excuse me, guys, Jamal Hill versus uh, Jan Blachowicz. I did. I I thought about I I honestly I thought about it for my own pick so I don't think it's that crazy. I mean I'm not against it. And I think if you're Jan Blahovitz, oh, I don't know it's such a dangerous fight though. Is mm, he booked? Oh no, he's out. He's, he's out of that fight. My, he's my out. He was out of the fight with uh, who was he going to fight? Rockage. Rockage. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, he's available uh, depending when he's ready to fight and when uh, Jamal Hill, how long Jamal Hill wants to wait. Uh, and Jim Miller, oh, there you go. There's a Jim Miller versus that Mavifola matchup I liked as well. Uh, so let's go to Twitter, wrap up with Twitter here. Uh, Chris at Dragon Slayer 2, Porter versus Orlovsky. Thank you, Chris. I agree. Dax at Pike Putt. <laughs> oh, this is, see, this is outside the box. Uh, he thinks Walker's getting cut. He thinks Walker's getting cut and fights the uh, Vadim Nemkov, Corey Anderson loser. So either gets uh, Nemkov or a rematch with. <laughs> I don't think he wants to rematch Corey Anderson, if we're being honest. Did not no. Go well. No. Well, Listen, oh, he probably I should say the he fans don't. He probably does. So Jed, Jed Jed and I did a Twitter spaces for the David Onama Mowgli Benitez fight and we okay. kept it going until Buckley and Alisson started making the walk. And we were talking about this, like what happens someone had called in and, and asked what happens if Johnny Walker loses and we all basically said what everybody else says, it just depends on how he loses. And then Jed's been talking about doing these Bellator trades, and his thought was trading Robert Whitaker and Andre Arlovsky to mm -hmm. Bellator for AJ Saw McKee. That. Saw that. But we changed our mind. We're going to do Whitaker and Johnny Walker for AJ McKee, and then immediately, regardless of result, I think we already know what's going to happen, you do Johnny Walker versus Joel Romero. <laughs> 
that could end up being like the worst fight ever though but it might be the greatest fight ever oh god that's a staring contest waiting to happen the new johnny walker i that's a staring contest waiting to happen it could, it looks, I it don't could like be. that. SVG, SVG Johnny Walker against uh, against Joel Romero. I know Jed considers Joel Romero to be like a top five pound for pound <laughs> fighter in the world, but boy, I, he has had some ugly, ugly moments in his career. Like, just really boring fights. Anyway, uh, except and then until he goes nuts and just, you know, explodes on people uh, with a crazy strike. Uh, Kyle Dawkins versus Gerald Mearshart. Uh, they had a fun suggestion. Cub Swanson go up to uh, 155 and fight Jim Miller. I think he'd be giving me up like a ton of size. Uh, Cub Swanson would be. Yeah, but he it, wants to go yeah. down to 135. <laughs> yeah, he'd look a lot smaller, but it, it could be a cool fight, so I don't mind that. So thank you, Dax. Uh, Braden O'Neill, Parker Porter versus Dontel Mays. Uh, Jim Miller versus Chris... What, 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 what? Don't like it. Keep shaking head. Mike is shaking his head. No. Uh, Jim Miller versus Chris Gritzmacher, which I had to look up because I actually confused that with the Holtzman fight, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So he's he has not fought Chris Gritzmacher. He has fought... Um, Scott Holtzman. Uh, Edgar versus the Josiane Nunez versus Ramona Pascual winner. They're fighting on February 26th. I just wanted to say those names, I guess. Sure. Sure. Uh, and Helliger versus Eddie Wineland. I guess this is we are where we are with Eddie Wineland now. Yeah. I, uh, listen, fun fight. Good on him. Jesse Strader. I mean, I think I don't think he's a UFC fighter. I just don't. No no disrespect. I just don't nice think he's guy. at that level. Very nice, nice guy. guy. It was a good scrap. But I think guys, there are guys who deserve that fight more. Like Adrian Yanez would deserve that fight more and mm. getting a name like that. Ronnie Lawrence would deserve a name like that more. I think we're at, that'd be a little too soon. I mean, it, it, Chad's a fun dude. That was a good scrap and a good finish. But it wasn't one of those fights that were... We're talking about it being a fine fight, but it didn't get fight of the night. They went four performance bonuses. He didn't get one. The win probably will not age tremendously well. I just don't think it will. So, yeah, I think a little too soon on the Wyland. Like, good on him. You know, good suggestion. I'm not dumping on the suggestion. I'm just looking at it from a UFC perspective. Uh, Onama got one of the bonuses, right? Yes, he did. Ah, nice. Got the got the Gabriel Benitez thirty percent. Got the bonus. Got the win bon- Got the win pay. But Jim Miller not getting the bonus. And again, and I'm going to say this again. Oh, and I don't, want, oh, I don't want I don't want Kyle really? I don't want Kyle Dawkins fans to be upset with me. Sure. But Kyle Dawkins was like a four to one favorite against yeah. Jamie Pickett and submitted yeah. him. And I get the buzzer beater. Like if that fu- if that submission happens two minutes and thirty five seconds into the first round. Jim Miller gets the bonus. It just happened to be a buzzer beater. Jim Miller not getting a bonus for that finish is an absolute travesty. As an underdog, winning like that again, that was the moment outside of the main event, that's the moment everybody's talking about right now. And you don't give that man a bonus. Like I get hit the promotional structure, sponsorship pays, making more than anybody else, but but come on, dude. Like the guy's trying to build records and be be in the record books all by himself. He's trying to just build this incredible resume. He should have got the bonus over Kyle Dawkins. I, I I really truly believe that. I have no problem with the other bonuses. Good for Dawkins. I'm happy for him. I really am. But I think Miller deserved the bonus over him. Uh, how was the Edgar armbar? Beautiful. Oh, so that that was deserving. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, okay. I, I actually did not uh, did not see that one. Um, what was I going to say for Jim Miller? Yeah, he's <laughs> so with that finish. It's a shame that yeah, because if he had uh, bonuses, he would have moved solely into second oh no he would i'm sorry he oh he would have solely been in third place uh for the most 
or sorry, second place. How do you phrase these? You know, uh, Cerrone and Lozon are number one uh, at Fight Night bonuses at 15 each. I think at lightweight or just in general, maybe just overall. No, no, Nate Diaz. At lightweight. No, there's overall. Cerrone and Lozon, 15 bonuses. Uh, and another bonus would have given Miller his 14th. So he would have been, oh, he would have been second. Or third. What do you say when people are tied for? You know what? This is a whole thing. Tied for second. Tied for second. Well, no, he would have been alone in second. All right. So he'd be alone in second. Yeah. Or, or he he'd second be, all by or, himself. Or, or he'd just be third because Cerrone and Lowe's on it for anyway. Yeah, we, uh, I know. We, we all, yeah, you, we know. We, yeah, I, I don't I know you. what I'm saying now. Uh, and this gave him, this did give him the most UFC lightweight finishes. There you go. That's what I want to say. He, he was tied with Lozon. He now has uh, with the uh, the most. That's crazy. Yeah, 15, 15 finishes. Goodness me. Uh, so, yeah, it's great for him. Uh, so, thank you for those suggestions there. Sorry, guys. I lost my, uh, lost my place here. Uh, Liam Perry. Let's move on to... Liam Perry. Kyle uh, <laughs> Dawkins was Brad Tavares. It does feel like he's in the Brad Tavares zone now. Um, yeah, uh, so I, I like that one. Buckley versus Chris Curtis, Duplessis, loser. I like that. They're fighting UFC 273. April. Uh, Chris Curtis and Buckley would be. Amazing. If Duplessis loses, sure. But again, Extreme Couture, Chris Curtis. Oh, gosh. Okay. They probably train together, so yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. But Duplessis. Uh, which he will lose because Chris Curtis is going all the way, all the way to the title in 2022. Uh, yeah, Sean Hayward gave me yeah Pierce versus Jordan, which I liked, and Jim Miller versus Alexander Hernandez. Uh, Hayes the third, I showed him some love before. Again, we read his Buckley Cross scenario. He was with you on that one. Uh, Onama versus Charles Rosa. Depala versus Ashley Yoder, another fighter who, yes, people, Ashley Yoder still is with the promotion as far as we know, despite having some some rough luck in the in the octagon. Uh, Marcus McGahee just says Kyle Dawkins versus Marquez rebook it and then he, he, he said Jim Miller now I want to read this to you to see if you knew who he's talking about right away Jim Miller versus Padilla Padilla yeah he just dropped Padilla on me he just said <laughs> as, as if I'm supposed to know who Padilla now I I, I get it listen I'm, I'm sorry guys we are uh, Mike and I are in the, our MMA media members we should know everyone so uh, this is no this is no disrespect to Padilla but oh he's um Fernando Fernando Padilla yeah, so he is. Who has a fight booked? I believe. Oh, sorry, had a fight booked. Had a fight booked a while ago and it didn't. Uh, it was canceled. Padilla was a looking for a f- fight guy. Sure. Yeah, he was. Sure. He was. Sure. Listen. I mean, again, that's the, that's the trend we're on right now, wasn't it? Listen. Yeah, him and him and Mana no, Martinez. Him and Mana Martinez were both signed off of looking for a fight. It's a great pick, but listen, Marcus. You know we love you on the show. Don't be dropping these names in here like I'm supposed to know her. But you, if you're not on it, like, like Padilla is a household name. You got to help me out here. All right. I'm getting older. We see a lot of names. It's a deep cut. I like it. You got to yes. throw that Fernando in there. He's not such a big deal that we can just say Padilla. We had three cards last night, too. So we're all we're all a little crazy. We're scrambled. I was at a wedding. I mean, my brain is just fried. I was emceeing. Uh, uh, DePaula versus uh, Savannah Gomez Juarez is another solid one. So I like that, Marcus. That's some good picks there. Thank you, as always. Seamus Law, Dacus versus Njikwani. Uh, Jim Miller versus Damir Hadzovic. That's a good one. Hadzovic is a bit weird. I think he missed... Was he the guy who missed weight last time? No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of someone else. I don't want to slander Hadzovic's good name. But uh, yeah, sure. Onama, Mike, versus... Oh, oh no, you're going to hate this. Onama versus the Chase Hooper, Felipe Calares winner, May 21st. What? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> who? Wait, who is this person? This is Seamus Law. Seamus Law, are you trying to get poor Chase Hooper killed? <laughs> like, are you saying, like, he beats Felipe Calares, this is a tough matchup. 
And then to reward him for such a wonderful effort, you're going to throw him in there with David Onama? Oh, come on, man. Come on. Oh, you gave him a come on, man. That's just sad. <laughs> that's just sad. I don't even want to think about that. Like, right. I'm rooting for Felipe Calares if that's what, if that's the road we're taking, <laughs> but spirit. come on. Can you imagine the reaction to that booking? And again, I, I Chase, Chase is a nice guy. He's great. But can you imagine the reaction to David Onama versus Chase Hooper? Can you imagine how people will react wow. to that? Wow. I, I, maybe maybe as you just did. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think exactly. Probably worse, if we're being honest. Uh, Stephanie Egger versus uh, Macy Chiasa. And uh, Seamus Lott says, hey, just keep looking for Skelly. Skelly versus the uh, Tucker Sabatini winner. UFC 273, April 9th. Uh, what else we got here? Pierce versus Sungwoo Choi. Tucker Lutz winner. They're fighting on March 26th. And uh, Bartista versus Ronnie Lawrence. I mean, I think we both agree. I, I don't mind the matchup, but I think Lawrence would be a pretty heavy favorite. That would be interesting. Batista's a very strong guy at he's 135. Good. Yeah, he's good. But, Ron, I mean, Ronnie's good, man. Ronnie Ronnie could crack. His wrestling's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I actually like the matchup. Yeah, now maybe, that is the right, maybe that is the right answer. That's probably, probably the perfect Lawrence. matchup. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Uh, so, uh, so uh, uh, Seamus Law, you're all over the place in this one. You've won, you've won Mike back. Uh, Four Corner Sports NY says for Jamal Hill versus Uzumir, feels like any contender at light heavyweight that wants to have a serious chance of competing for a title shot has to defeat Uzdemir, i.e. Prohoshka, Dominic Reyes, Anthony Smith. Yeah, that's a fair point. He's, he's like a super, super high-level gatekeeper. He, he like fought his way to a title shot so quickly, and then just now has like it's hard. He can uh, The only way to kind of go was down and just to fight this, these killers keep, that keep coming up. Uh, Jim Miller versus Cerrone, too. They fought in uh, July 2014. Uh, uh, what else we got here? De versus Conejo. I like that one. Uh, Thomas Collins, Edgar versus Ashley Evans Smith. What's up with her again? Did we just no just idea. Just out there, out there somewhere. And uh, they, as you said before, Porter versus Walt Harris. So thanks for that one. Edgar's Edgar's so much higher ranked than that. Like that's Probably. that's I, I, honestly like that's a huge step back in my opinion. Uh, at UFC MMA News Net, uh, I like the suggestion Walker versus Kutalaba. Yeah, if they keep Walker around, give him just give him some some wild stuff. That's actually the right choice. <laughs> Our man in Denmark, Tilkerting Jensen, he was feeling inspired. I didn't quite vet these. Uh, Johnny Walker versus Rumble Johnson in Bellator. If Rumble is healthy, otherwise you're Romero. There you go. There's the. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. People are talking about it. Park Reporter versus Jarges Danho. I just get happy whenever people mention Jarges Danho. Yeah. He's around. He's around. Uh, Jim Miller versus Guram Kutaslatze. I thought about that one too. Okay. Uh, Stephanie Egger versus Bea Malecki. I mean, I think Stephanie Egger would would crush Bam Alecki, but again, I'm also fine with just doing showcase fights for Stephanie Egger right now. I do want to build her up. I actually think she's she's a really good fighter. And Heliger and Heliger, excuse me, versus Hunter Azure, Jonathan Pierce versus Ludovic Klein, Mario Bautista versus Haile Alateng. And uh Barry O'Reilly also coming in. Barry, I'm sorry, I, he always sends his amazing long messages. I can't uh I can't read all oh, he says he hopes I enjoyed the wedding. So thank you, Barry, one of our one of our uh our favorite uh listeners. Um here goes my suggestions for fight night. Uh, Mara Bautista versus Douglas Silva de Andrade. Oh, that's a big that's a big jump up. That's a big jump up. I don't know. Uh, oh, by the way, they also wanted to ask. I called them out on a Jeremiah Wells versus Karamago Medov matchup. They said, did Karama did Karama did Karama did Medov not sign with the UFC after his last Eagle FC fight? I don't know. I don't know if that was announced. I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, that's news to me. 
Barry, you might be right. I honestly, I didn't watch the, sh- I didn't watch that show. So if it was announced on the broadcast or just shortly after, I didn't see it. So uh, you might, you might be right on that one. Uh, Chess Kelly versus Charles Rodain. I think there's almost no chance of that happening. Uh, both guys just going in very, very different directions in their careers. Uh, excuse me. Oh, he also likes uh, Buckley versus Vieta. So <laughs> two Jack guys, one with knockout power, one with great submissions, both with questionable cardio. Perfect matchmaking. Was his car? Was his cardio questionable? Who Buckley's? Uh, uh, Buckley. Did he fade in the third? Um, I, yeah. I mean, Halasan took it over. I mean, completely won the round and took him over and basically had ground control for eighty-five percent of the round. So, I'm, I'm sure they were both tired after a fight like that. So, I, I, I wasn't. I was more concerned about Halasan's gas tank, but Halasan turned around in the third. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, he says Jim Miller versus Kutzlatze uh, in the Till and Hamzat training video I saw. Garam training, so hopefully he's near a comeback. Uh, why not make another mismatch of USC experience fights? But this time, with someone who's had a very notable win. Yeah, that's good logic. Uh, Parker Porter, Tanner Bozer. Porter has a decent 3-1 USC record. This would give Bozer another chance to show what he's made of after Bozer's an inconsistent start. fighting. No, is he? Oh, yeah, is he fighting pa- pa- Pavlovich? Nazimento. No. Oh, that's right. I was just talking about that earlier. Okay, that's right. I, I, I didn't read it out. Someone, uh, so, uh, so sorry, Barry. Uh, he, is, he is booked. And uh, Jamal Hill versus Paulo Costa or Anthony Smith. Huge difference in body types between Hill and Costa. Both have knockout power. However, Costa stays at 145, and Smith is a great test. Again, no point for that one if uh, if either of those happens, but I like I like the thinking there. So thanks, Barry. And I want to give our, our guy, Menon Figueroa fan number one, Scott McCrate, uh, the, uh, the closing pick here. He says, <laughs> he says I'm probably going to forget putting time out for this. His suggestion, the dust commander himself, Dale Brown versus... <laughs> Uh, bank and no money the uh, the asymmetrical uh, champions of Fight Circus uh, for Fight Circus Volume 4 uh, unfortunately Scott uh, Fight Circus is happening soon actually in five days I, I think Fight Circus Volume 4 is happening this week so it might be a little too late for that fight to get booked but hey uh, uh, John Nutt if you're out there maybe give uh, Dale Brown a plane ticket there's really no rules for Fight Circus you guys can make the fight the day of I would love to see how the dust commander uh, go, takes on two guys at once uh, bank and no money. So uh, that's that for me is the best suggestion this week. Thank you, Scott McCray. Uh, so guys, hit us up on the on the Twitter. Me, I'm at Alexander K. Lee, uh, at Alexander K. K. Lee on Instagram. And again, my my email inbox was empty, sadly. Alex.Lee at SBNation.com. Mike, they can slide into your DMs on IG. M underscore heck JR. That's where you could submit your picks. And we might have some more next week because quite the main event. And not the main event we expected. We're supposed to get Islam Makachev versus Benil Dariush in the main event of UFC Vegas 49, but Bobby King Green just being that that bad mama jamma stepping in on on ten days notice to fight Islam Makachev. What an opportunity it live is going dog. to be! Very live dog. Don't bet on MMA, but very. Li- I hate this talk that he's just going to get crushed by Makachev. Just someone tell me who has. And I'm sure there's examples that I'm forgetting, but it doesn't. Ha- if it ha- if it's happened, it doesn't happen often. Who beats? Bobby Green with just wrestling, with just like controlling him with his wrestling. Again, feel people. There's, I'm sure there's example guys. Throw them out. Throw them out there. That's fine. I'm, I'm, it's probably happened before. He he's really just good. he has really good takedown defense and is really good at controlling distance. So obviously, I'm a coward. I pro- when I when I picks come around, I'll probably be picking Makachev. But boy, I don't like this talk that this is just a walkover. This is a super dangerous fight. Low risk, uh, high risk, I think, and low reward fight for Makachev. Uh, minus 720 is on Makachev. Come back on Bobby Green as of right this second, according Do to our friends at DraftKings. Do not bet on that. Plus 500. So that is the main event. That's... Nish, AKA a, 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 
a co-main event of Misha Serkinov versus Wellington Terman, the uh, the middleweights, back this in the co-main spot. This bad order is not locked in. Stop it. This bad order is not locked in. Priscilla Cachuera versus Gian Kim. Armand Sarukian is yes. back against Joel Alvarez. Love amazing, that fight. That's a ridiculous fight. Gregory Rodriguez versus Armin Petrosian. Armin, I keep forgetting like that he was signed. Armin Petrosian was signed. The brother, of course, of, uh, of uh, Giorgio Petrosian. So uh, probably got some kickboxing. I don't know a lot about Armin, but he's probably got some kickboxing. This will be a fun one. Ignacio Bahamandes versus Zhu Rong. Yes, I keep going, but I'm much more excited about this card than I was about the one that I just missed. Josiani Nunes versus Ramona Pasquale. Mm-hmm. Terrence McKinney like versus Ferez Zayam going yes. down. Jin Yu so Fry versus Hannah Goldie. Muscles, muscles, muscle fight. Alejandro Perez versus Jonathan Martinez. Michael Great Gilmore fight. takes on Ramiz Brahamaj. And Victor Altamirano taking on Carlos Hernandez. 12 this fights. Is- like I've I've been very honest with America when like people said I was too or Casey I was saying maybe some other people said I was too uh, optimistic about the Hermanson uh, circling card. I like that card a lot on paper. I thought it was fine. Uh, I said this Saturday's card that just passed. I said was I think that card was terrible. Again, I didn't watch it. It sounds like it was okay. You said it was just I think we talked. It was fine. It, was it probably fine. It was, lived it up to your. Card. It probably lived up to your six. Six six point five. It was a card. This card I think has the potential to be really good. I I, I like the main event. I like the main card. I think there's a lot of sleepers on the prelims. This is a this is a good card. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm pushing the UFC on this. I'm promoting the UFC. I, I like this one a lot. And it is the go home show for UFC 272, wow. which will be headlined by Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. So. We have, it's going to be a busy couple weeks here at MMA Fighting. It was a very busy Saturday. We appreciate everyone who joined us for all three cards and the post-fight show, which kind of went off the rails a couple different times. But, <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when there's three events and there's people covering one event but not paying attention to others, and it was just all sorts of fun and chaos. Uh, so we'll be back next week to talk the notable names and the futures coming out of UFC Vegas 49, and then it's on to UFC 272 we are getting out of here for ak i am mike heck thank you for listening and always remember the valuable lesson of on to the next one don't take this stuff too seriously mma is supposed to be fun and we'll have more fun next week right here on to the next one the podcast you're listening to the vox media podcast network the Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.